Hello, and welcome to Media Monsters. We're uh, trying something a little different with this episode, doing something shorter, calling it uh, Midweek Monsters. But basically, we're just going to use this episode to talk about trailers and anything else that comes up just so that, you know, the main episode will just be the main topic and what you actually want to hear. So we're doing you a favor by making this one, buddy. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, I'm Nick. Uh, as as uh, as usual, I am joined by Alan, Jim, and then uh, tomorrow I will actually have uh, Duran and Rhett and Tony back for an episode on Star Wars, so um, that'll be good. But for right now, uh, let's begin with Midweek Monsters. And then I guess we'll start with this question. We always gotta start with this question. What are you watching, buddy? I'll go with Al. Al, why don't you... Uh, you start us off. So I have been watching um, Angeline. What's that all about? Um, that is actually that's on Peacock. That is a it's sort of like a you know a biopic dramatization in the kind of in the same vein as uh, Pam and Tommy and Boogie Nights. It's it's about for anyone that doesn't know who Angeline is. Angeline was a uh, basically a billboard in Los Angeles that. During the 80s, she was pretty prevalent. You would see her when they would show pictures of LA. They would show her. She has a she has a very unique Barbie doll look. She used to wear it. The most famous one is the one where she looks like she's wearing like space glasses. Very 1980s look to her. But basically, all she is is she's famous for being famous. That one's it's interesting because she's 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 such a horrible person. In, in this show, she's so terrible. And they do not hide the fact that she's just this awful using individual. They call her a black hole <clears throat> at a couple of points. Uh, she is absolutely, from what I can tell, pretty much useless. <laughs> and what's really funny is it's almost like it's trying to be told as like she's the victim, but she really is. She's just a victimizing individual. It's It's interesting. If you watched Pam and Tommy, if you watched Boogie Nights, you'll you'll like this. You'll enjoy it. It's it's pretty good. You, I think I walk away from every episode saying she is just awful. She's just an awful person. So, <laughs> so do you think that that is that intentional or is that? It, yeah, it's it's pretty bad, dude. It's it's a pretty bad thing. It's just how delusional. I think it's more of a. I think it more it's more commentary on L.A. Yeah, and it's more commentary of the people who go to go be famous, and the people that will do anything that they can, and they'll use whoever they can to get there. I think it's it's commentary on that, and using her as the figurehead. It's it's decent. It's it's good watch right now. Um, I do suggest it. Anyone who knows who Angeline is, anyone that's familiar with the image, I do suggest they give it a try until they can't take it anymore, and then uh, move on to something else. But, so let me ask you this. I've also heard uh, um, there was a Netflix um, special a couple of years ago about uh, um, this place called Versailles. And now there's Queen, the Queen of Versailles. Is it anything like that? Either one of you guys watch that yet? I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that, though. Because um, the house I is don't, actually I pretty don't close to both of you. Think, no, I don't think this doesn't sound like it's like it's a similar story because that's a documentary. And this is this is a fictional well, the, account. No, this is this is. It's, oh, it is a documentary. Person, isn't it's a, it's not a documentary. It's just a dramatization of well, yeah. you know one. It's a it's a biopic dramatization. That actually that House of Versailles and the family has come yeah. up uh, in a couple different documentaries about opulence and uh, 
I've never seen House of Versailles. I know that Nick, did you go to school with the family or I I don't know. You know, they probably went to school with us, but you know, I tried to stay away from people like that. So Yeah, yeah. you've it, Jim, you mentioned that the house is actually it's it's around us. I I don't even know where it is. It's in Windermere. Uh, so that might actually be worth going to take me taking a ride to check it out. Um, I'm on download. We'll check it out. Yeah, I, I'm also watching. I started watching Resident Alien again, and oh, that's I love that show. Resident Alien is really really good. Uh, it's just it's a fun show. It's a uh, Alan Alan Turdick. Um, Alan Tudix. Tudix. Um, Anything Tudix. with Alan Tudyk is just bizarre and hysterical. Both of them. <laughs> Both. Oh. oh my god! All right. So, um, yeah, it's it's good. I like it. It's it's funny. It's a really funny show. It's just uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's about an alien that crash lands and he has to be a, a human for a while, and he has no. He learns how to speak English through uh, watching Law and Order, and it's it's really. It's not deep. It's just good. It's fun. And his inflection on, on words is like really off. And <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's a total Alan Tudyk uh, showcase. <laughs> you, you just see how good he is. And it's so funny. It's just so, it, it's not an innocent show, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't let like a, I wouldn't let a, a 10 year old watch it, but it's, it's innocent enough. And the jokes are really, really good. Uh, on top of that, I'm still I'm still working on Banner of Under the Banner of Heaven, and I actually started uh, Sins of the Amish. Um, I I subscribed to Peacock, and now everything I'm watching is on Peacock because <laughs> I realize that there's so much on Peacock now. Is there? I there's feel like ton. last time I checked, there was there's so much. It's so worth the five bucks. I it, I mean, shell out the five bucks or shell out the seven bucks, whatever whatever you want to deal with. You know, if you want to deal with with ads or not, but five bucks is so worth it i mean i'm I'm actually thinking about getting paramount on top of it because that's five bucks as well so it it's just there's there's a ton of movies on peacock there's a ton of shows they're not edited i think they're i not i think i so, actually do pay for peacock but just, it's mostly because of my parents because they want to watch like stuff on there don't don't <laughs> don't sleep on peacock man that's that's that seems to be my go-to right now until I start to see a little bit more on Netflix, that seems to be my go-to for everything right now to see what, because their catalog of movies is amazing. But um, back to Sins of the Amish. Sins of the Amish is, is uh, it's a pretty intense, that's a, that's a documentary true crime um, situation. And it's just, it's really, really sad. It's a, it's, it's a pretty horrifying, I didn't, I thought it was going to be more like talking about like, you know, the dirty little Amish secret that they make meth you know, that's been a rumor forever, but this is, this is a lot heavier than that. And if you're going to go into it, just realize you're going to go into it and you're going to hear about some pretty heavy stuff. And I would not watch it at night before you go to bed. So that's what I'm watching this week. Jimmy, uh, looks like you've been watching the flash again. Yeah, I'm still watching the flash. I'm, uh, I I think I'm on season six out of seven. Uh, I've been kind of binge watching that. Um, but I also, um, I started watching this show that I, the first couple of times I saw the, you know, the ad for it on Netflix, I thought they were just advertising the the movie, The Lincoln Lawyer. I'm like, why are they advertising a movie that came out years and years ago with Matthew McConaughey, but he's not in the picture? 
Um, and then, you know, I thought that too. I totally thought that too. That and, uh, time traveler's wife. And then Chris, right. Exactly. Right. Chris turned on, uh, Lincoln lawyer. And I'm like, this is actually really good. The main actor, um, I had never heard of him before in anything. And, um, it's mainly because he's been in, he hasn't been in many American movies. Uh, but he, it, it really draws me in. Um, it's not too typical Hollywood, ABC, NBC, CBS kind of TV show, but it's not like graphic or anything like that. You know, some people might even say it's kind of like Matlock without having, uh, you know, it not meant for somebody, you know, in their 70s. Matlock? Uh, <laughs> Who is Matlock? Oh my God! He doesn't know who Matlock is. Al. Matlock is not a man named Matlock. His name is Matlock. <laughs> Matt he's Lock? a lawyer. He's a lawyer. <laughs> What's the so point the of lawyer. all this? Definitely, definitely worth giving that a try. In fact, I thought I thought we were sitting down to watch a movie, and uh, when we were approaching about forty-five minutes to an hour, I'm like, "This isn't a movie, is it?" I'm like, "It's not." You know, the the action wasn't going fast enough for it to be a movie, but I also I, I really didn't want it to be over anyway. Um, so it, it, it's pretty compelling. I would say, you know, give it a, give it a whirl. Um, try out the first episode, but you'll probably stick around for a lot longer than that. All right. Uh, yeah, I did not know that this even came out. I, although I, I don't know if I've been really looking at Netflix recently, just because there's... Uh, Netflix is very, very quickly losing steam of of things that it has to watch. Yeah, so let's ask you that. Okay, so that's I, I a, disagree. I disagree entirely. I t- I don't. Yeah, no. I, I I'm, I I'm going to go with what. Trying harder than anybody else. I'm sorry for stepping on you, Al. But I I really think that Netflix is is trying a whole bunch of different things and trying different directions. Yeah, but here's to... the problem: they're not trying them long enough for them to succeed. They they give a show three seasons and then tell them to get out. No, and that's that's the, also the problem. Like like let's talk about that. The fact that they also you give them three seasons, but then they're like you know well, well forget it. We're gonna stretch this out over twelve years. You know, yeah. and then it's just like God. Like Stranger like Things season three came out what two years ago? Three years yeah. ago? The only show I've seen yeah. that where the only show I've seen so far that's that's even worked with is Russian Doll. That's it. I mean, I just, that's the annoying part about Netflix. And I'm sorry, you can, the obvious thing is, is the price for what you're getting. Why, why do you think I'm not going to go to Peacock? Why do you think I'm not going to go to Paramount? I mean, there's only been one glimmer of hope lately. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As for me, uh, I got, I got a chance to see uh, Chip and Dale. And that was, I, I have to agree that that, that was, that's a pretty good movie. That's um, I I called it the closest thing we're gonna get to Roger Rabbit two, probably ever. And and I've heard that before too. And and I think I'm the only one out of the three of us who hasn't watched the movie at this point, And I really probably should. Have you seen how many like rave reviews on that by people? Oh, I, I I'm not denying the movie. You know, well, that's I, what you're I, doing I tonight. I said I just yep. haven't sat down and watched it yet. Foolish. You do yourself Foolish. a disservice. No, it's it's it is really good. There's a lot of like crazy references in there that like you you would not expect anybody to sign off on 
Like, it's it's amazing how much of a character ugly Sonic turns out to be in that movie. Dude, how badass was that? <laughs> that was really how, funny. Like, oh my god. Dude, honestly, this is the only movie that I, I, I really would suggest, and I would give anyone who takes the time to go panel per panel, you know, frame oh, by god. frame, to... Like if you do that, you're you thank you're my hero. I mean, like I brought up with you before, like the Miles Morales graffiti. Yeah. I didn't see the, it though. I didn't see it either. The 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 Steve Alexa- Zusu cosplay in the background. There's like dude, someone's dressed as Wonder Woman. There's there's so much. There's like there's all this stuff catch- that I would never believe that they would like sign off on. Go did ahead. you catch the Did you catch the Pee Wee bike? Uh, I think so. There's a kid in a wheelchair in it, or or a hover. Someone's <laughs> yeah, hover around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Pee Wee bike. I'm yeah. like, what the hell, dude? That and then the whole thing, like you said, it was creature or Doby in the Gucci ad. <laughs> like, dude, the Batman, this is Batman versus ET. All those, all those posters that he passes by are fantastic. But you know, what's funny is they about that movie is they beat you to the joke first. Like the Chippendales, like this is what you think of when you see Chippendale, and like they show the Chippendale dancers. Yeah, and then like he's a Chippendale dancer later on, isn't he? I, I, I left the room and he came back and he asked them to go do stuff and he's like, he's a Chippendale dancer. I, I think uh, Dale, I think Dale is a Chippendale dancer. I, I They're like, know. no, I got it. It's hilarious, dude. So, so I watched that and I guess besides that, I've just been playing a lot of Fortnite, which is not something I ever expected to do in my entire life. They they took out building out of Fortnite, which was one of the like key components of that game, and now it's like actually stomachable to people who like just play normal shooters. Um, I got a RoboCop what's, skin in that. I've been. What's the newest stuff that got? What's the newest stuff that got dropped into it? Is it more Marvel stuff? Or it's is it... so it's been Marvel. RoboCop was one of the recent skins. Uh, they drop stuff in there all the time. Is um, there Transformers? There might have been at some point. Um, I So while I had the RoboCop skin, they had the Star Wars event going on, and I got to wield Obi-Wan's lightsaber as RoboCop. For, <laughs> Fortnite's officially a great game. That's so funny, man. It's so, like... It's so weird, because you know what I think it is? Because Epic's a third party, so, like, you know, there's no loyalties to any other companies, so everybody signs on to, to market their stuff in this game. And it's it's everything. Like they had Ellen Ripley as a skin at one point. They had, like, they had Predator. Uh, they had, like, they've had a lot of like weird, crazy stuff in this game. Have they had Macho Man? Has Randy Macho Man Savage I think, shown up yet? I think a wrestler oh, has yeah. appeared. I don't know if it was Macho Man. That's pretty badass. So, pretty ba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So that's that's what I've been doing. It's it's really actually very fun. And then I've also kind of been looking into Warhammer recently. I, I don't know if I'm going to start that whole thing, but uh, it's it's piqued my interest, and I'm learning more about that universe. Is Warhammer the one with the little the little uh, the little figures? The little people? Yeah, you got to paint them. Yeah, it's yeah. MC Hammer's son. Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. So and there's so there's two universes of Warhammer. There's Warhammer and Warhammer 40k, and 40k so is like. War- Warhammer, so Warhammer Fantasy is usually what they call that one. Uh, Warhammer Fantasy is uh, just, you know, like orcs, goblins, elves, monsters, all that. And then Warhammer 40k is a, like, dystopian future version of this, where, like, orcs still exist, but they're, like, 
Like their version of orcs in that are like Mad Max kind of people, and it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, it gets kind of crazy and weird, and it it just seems really interesting. The whole thing is like it's really dark. It's like it's like brutal, and everyone's like it's it's a kill or be killed universe, and so that makes it like everyone's really ruthless as possible in Warhammer. They're so both it's, it's um, tabletop games, right? They are, but I mean, there's a lot of of media like types. Like there's books, really there's cool. there's the games, there's video games, there's you know. How long, how long has Warhammer been around? Lunchboxes. Like, About thirty um, years. Thirty years? Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's kind of like it's kind of like Star Wars in that it's just this continuing like this narrative oh that god. goes on forever. Oh my god. Dude. Yeah. No, this is that. That's kind of what's like intimidating me about getting into Warhammer is like the amount of money you'd have to spend on like the the tabletop game. I'm. I think I'm gonna steer more towards the books and video games because buying all so, those figures is a lot of money <laughs> so well, how does how starcraft differ from more like starcraft is only a video game starcraft is um it's it's an rts game i'm pretty sure only on the computer i mean they may have a board game at this point but what are those things that you printed jim so i just printed uh, i think 168 pieces or, or more for BattleTech. battle uh, okay what's they Is were mainly like... hexagon pieces for BattleTech for uh, for our cousin Tim, um, and they were, you know, there would be a, a number of different hexagons and different configurations and different heights and widths and and you know it, it was incredible. I, I mean, there were a couple of pieces that he had me build for him, like um, uh, different depots and and walls and stuff like that too, but. Uh, you know, I guess it's in similar worlds to uh, Warhammer and, and, and you know, the like. Yeah. And Legion and cool. stuff like that. Yeah. No, so there's, there's, there's a lot when of I go on thing When I go on Thingiverse and all these other 3D printing. What the hell is Thingiverse? Thingiverse oh, is a, is a what website. What is it? Thingiverse. T-H-I-N-G-I-V-E-R-S-E. Um, it's a website where you can go and find a whole bunch of downloadable files for 3D printers. Like Gundams and X-Men statues. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, there's other places too, but, you know, uh, Thingiverse. Approved by the copyright oh, holder, of course. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, you know. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't ask, and I don't want to get in any trouble for it. So. You know what? It, it, just print me a Skeletor. Just, be happy. just print me the Skeletor. You know, there, there's all sorts of cool stuff up on there, but there's also a ton of useless stuff there yeah. too. Well, um, with any... With any open source website exactly. hey i i thought 3d printing was a bunch of nerds just making pottery pots and like <laughs> helmets to put on their head nerd <laughs> boy was i wrong uh you're not necessarily wrong <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah I, I hope that uh i hope that all goes well i mean i know 3d printing can be a pain in the ass sometimes so um <laughs> it's true but yeah, uh, on to our uh, main topic of the day. Uh, we're uh, going to be talking about a Thor Love and Thunder trailer uh, coming up right now. Yeah, so let's let's start with this Thor trailer. Um, Al, you said you didn't really enjoy this one. I haven't enjoyed one, the first one, the teaser and this one. I just, I'm not into it at all. Something I'm just about not. It feels off. No, it, it, what it is is, is just... I know that they got to keep the gravy train rolling and that there's plenty of reference, you know, material that they, they have 
you know, to cover from the Marvel universe, but, and I know that the new era they've gone into, you know, the cosmic side of things, <sighs> dude, I just don't get it. I just don't get like the colors. It looks, it's a visually it's good. It's a good thing. It, it just doesn't sit well. Um, everything I ever heard about, you know, Gore, the God butcher about, they hyped him up. This is going to be the craziest villain ever. He's just, he looks he looks terrible. He looks like a he looks like a um, New Orleans street performer. He looks like the silver guy in New Orleans. Actually, you know what? I, I think he looks very much like the creatures from what was it? The second Star Trek movie, not you know the second most recent group. Yeah, of Star I got. Oh, it's just well, it, they they've changed his design from what it was in the comics because. I think they were just trying to let Christian Bale like emote. I think they were just trying to let him be kind of unrestrained in his performance, and I think that's where it's going to really shine through. But I think it's really, I think it's really good with what I really liked with Christian Bale. With his, they didn't change his voice; he's just speaking like Christian yeah. Bale. Yeah, and that that's really cool. The, the more I mean, they allow him to do that, the better I think. The fact that they're just letting him do whatever. I just I'm not I'm not particularly over enthusiastic about this movie the colors look good yes um i just i'm not over enthusiastic about this movie uh i think it's just it's almost like thor went out he lost all his weight he got all big and buff and then he like thinned down and that stupid jacket he's got on that's all bedazzled like in his i just cannot trash this this trailer enough and 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 i'm sorry the mjolnir part where he like i i may be drawing a blank here but didn't he get Mjolnir back during Endgame? Uh, they had but, to send it back, though. Oh, Cap, did they? Cap, okay. Cap had to take it back. Because, I mean, That's right. otherwise that would have right. screwed some things up. Okay, so I forgot about that. But the cool part is that when you look at it and it's all fragmented. When she throws it, it in a... Hell yeah, yeah dude. That, That's that, really cool. That's... That's sick. And I just... I really hope that they're making this look super cheesy on purpose. Uh, oh, I I'm mean, just not, that's, I'm not I mean, impressed. I'm that not was impressed. what three kind of went for. That was what Ragnarok kind of went for. I think that's Tyka's style with this. But three, three did it, man. Three, three nailed it on I think, all ends. I think this one's gonna do it. I think you just need to. I, I, I really hope it's. it's I have a, faith like in Tyka Watiti. <laughs> I think it's a bait. Watch me probably love this. I think it's gonna be. A, I think I hope this is a pure bait and switch. <laughs> Well, you know, it, what, speaking of bait and switch, I was really confused when, you know, here, yeah, the mule, the hammer, mule, I can't pronounce Mjolnir. it. Um, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Uh, is coming to him and then Jane grabs it. And he goes, oh, Jane, the ex-girlfriend. And then she's not in the rest of the trailer. It's like, what? Yes, she, what? She is. What one did you watch, she dude? Is she, what, what? well, I mean, they don't make any, I, you know, so this is introduce them. And, this isn't then, a passing of the torch. I think they're just introducing Mighty Thor. I think they're I mean, just they're he's, putting he's there her in the, the background war. when e eating grapes and that scene and everything. But it just like I thought she was going to become more of a a, a, a co-hero with him. Uh, maybe it was just my expectation. I think but she, then she again, will be. I'm, just I, I think and I hope Alex is right in that this is a big you know the that the trailer. And this is what happens with trailers. If trailers are written one way and the movie's written another. I hope that this is, honestly, I hope to God that they just do nothing but let out crappy trailers the rest of existence so that we're just ultimately surprised by such great movies. <laughs> but the the other thing I have, and this is just 
and I'm going to say this real fast as a rant, my problem with Disney at this point, when they tear his clothes off, there was no need. There's just no need for it. And I'm sorry. Just, I don't want to see his butt in the movie. <laughs> you saw, you saw Hulk's ass in the last one. I don't care. I know how inferior I am to them. I don't need to be reminded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Feeling inferior. Why don't we move on? Why don't to we? Mission why don't we Impossible talk about the fifty-year-old man who won't die no matter how hard he tries oh, to kill he, himself? He. Oh, what is he? Actually, I, I, I looked Wait. this up. He's fifty-nine. Tom Cruise is fifty-nine years old, and I watched the video. I was very excited for it, and you know, I, I, I'm a big dude. Fan he's starting of, to show his age. He. He's is. he's starting to wrinkle, dude. He is there he's is one out. shot of him where I'm like, wow. He looks like emaciated. He looks really thin. But I mean, this production look, probably didn't help either, because like, well, you know, and and, he, and, and he's gone from three movies back to back to back with McQuarrie. It's McQuarrie, right? I think McQuarrie. he's he's done other stuff in the meantime, but yeah, McQuarrie. But you know, I think just going from Maverick to Mission Impossible Seven and Eight being filmed concurrently during COVID, this COVID pandemic. You know, something might be going on, but, you know, yeah, makes me feel inferior, obviously. So let me ask you this. Why did they need, need to make part one and two? What's he writing? A, is he running a damn marathon? I, I mean, <laughs> this is so this is allegedly no. the end. So I'll give it this. I am not a fan and I, I won't trash on, on Mission Impossible movies whatsoever. I just don't go out of my way to watch them. I'm completely open to them, but I'll tell you this that this one actually makes me want to see it and actually watch everything beforehand again, like beforehand, any ones that I've, I think I've seen four of them, but this, this does deliver on that level that makes you want to go see that those go rewatch those. Yeah. I think I've, I've seen four of them as well. I've seen one, four, five, and six. I would say watch mission impossible. Like you would watch star Wars. Start with the fourth episode, you know. I would say four, five, six, and then go I mean, back the to first, one, one, two. You three. know, the first one, De Palma's, is a pretty classic I, I, movie. Yes, the Ving Rhames was classic. dead. I mean, that, that was a huge. <laughs> no, that's gap. Michael Clark Duncan. That was a huge gap between the first couple of uh, movies, you know, to now. I mean, it's well, well they had to like all those franchises in like the kind of like mid to late two thousands had to like figure out what they were doing with themselves. Yeah. I I am I'm I'm I actually do want to see this. I do. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I I I don't know. I wasn't super impressed by this. I just like I felt like uh, there was weight there, but there wasn't like like the yeah, shots like weren't it. that interesting and like the the way that it looks wasn't like because it's just another this, action movie. You've seen the same trailer 6 times before. Yeah. No, cuz everyone every one of these we, movies has the exact same plot. It's, we get it. The, the, can... team, the team has gone rogue and they got to fix something without the government's help beside them. It's... Great. You can, climb, you can climb a skyscraper. You can jump off a cliff. You can ride a motorcycle off a cliff and jump off it. Throw That's a train the off a cliff. And... You know, let's, let's look at the helicopter. Keep going. Look at the, look at the, um, yeah, and run away. Always this, running away. There's, there's a shot where he's, where they're in a boat, and I'm like, yeah, I I've seen that it, shot like a thousand exactly, times before, and I'm just like, exactly where they're come sitting. Come on, in, dude, you have millions of dollars. You can't think of anything more creative than the shot that I've seen a 
10,000 times before, man. Just put the mustache on all of them. The Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> go to the arms. Then, C- then CGI all of them off. Yes, exactly. On purpose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no, it's like you said, you've seen this trailer a million times before, but like you said, but I'm he's sure showing his good. age. You saw you you guys sat there and you were like, oh, he's emaciated. Funny thing is, I couldn't take my my you know my eyes my eyes off his round face. He kind of looks like the school principal at this point, the new school <laughs> principal. <laughs> but yeah, kind it's it's it, but it it does make you want to go. It, this this is a very enticing movie to see. The trailer does its job. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'll I'll still see it. I mean, I've I've I loved Fallout so. I'm sure I'll I'll love this one. Fallout's but... fantastic. So so in that vein, so look at Mission Impossible and then look at The Gray Man. Yeah. The Gray Man is that I mean, number one, it's on Netflix. So I don't need to go out of out of my what's it called? I don't need to get out of my house to go see the Gray Man. I'm great until I you know, that's the only thing right now on Netflix is keeping me from not canceling it. And I know that's a stretch and everyone's going to yell at me and be like, you're so dumb. Yeah, I get it. But right now, <laughs> that's, you got my fourteen ninety nine. dollars You're so dumb, Al. <laughs> you got my fourteen ninety nine for the month. But that that's, like you said, it, it it is kind of a basic formulated plot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm a little worried about this because, like, I mean, if they're not working with Marvel material, like this whole team, this Captain America team, because it's like, so it's, it's. The Russos, but it's also Marcus and McFeely, the writers, are, are coming back for this, and it's Chris Evans. So it's, so it's this is yeah. basically another Captain America movie. Yeah, I don't know. But, is, wait, wait, where's the Megan theory on this? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we'll get it. But what's really funny is you saw that it was Ryan Gosling at the beginning. Yeah. You saw it was him, and then there's that shot where they're going through uh, the fireworks I think at the so. very beginning. Yeah, And until I saw it was the Russos that did it, I almost was like, um, is this a movie that he directed? Because he directed, what was the crazy oh, movie? Uh, about like the, the, one where the half-sunken town or whatever? Well, there's that and then the one where he's in uh, Thailand, where he's a, he's a, his brother was a kickboxer and got uh, killed. Whatever, that's, that's just, the visual style was very much um, like those muted. It kind of reminded me of John Wick. Yeah, that too. The, like the party that's scenes and stuff. Or maybe am I thinking of Mission Impossible? I don't know. Those two kind of blend no, no. together now in my mind. And that's I think you're talking John Wick, more John Wick two than John Wick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're 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 definitely thinking the same way I am right now. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's yeah, it's it I, it's enticing. So my my take on this real quick is that it 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 didn't look interesting to me. Only God like forgives. Awful. Only God forgives. That's a Nicholas one. Winding Ruffin movie. Yeah, that's the and that's a. Um, I thought for some reason he directed it, but the same kind of the same colors, the 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 purples the, and like, blues. Neon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Wick too. Uh, John Wick too. Um, the, the this trailer, you know, it it looked like something we'd seen before. Didn't look like something I was going to quote waste my time on. And then I saw the Russo brothers and I'm like, okay, I'm in because, you know, it, it, it and it, long before Endgame, you know, when you had me watch uh, community, I, I would have said, okay, I'm in <laughs> based on the fact that it was the Russo brothers. Well, I mean, 
all those movies had come out by the time I got you on the community train, but... Wait, yeah. what? What about Community and the uh, Russos? Uh, the Russos uh-huh. directed, like, a big, big number of episodes of that and uh, uh, Arrested Development. The That's Joel how McHale they got their movie? start. The Joel McHale show. Uh, yeah. 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 In Chevy Chase? Yeah. Yeah. That one. You gotta, if you haven't and, uh, watched Community, oh, Nick got me into Community. It's hysterical. Yeah, community's great. And I'll, and I'll just keep naming off names. And the names? <laughs> and the names. Really? Okay. Donald Glover wow. and... Uh, Danny Pudi and Allison Brie and so Manny Pudi was he in the was he in the the DC show that people forget about the fact that it was almost like damage control oh oh yeah I I think he was yeah I think I know what one you're talking about Power Inc or whatever yeah he's, yeah yeah he's in um uh the Apple TV Plus show uh the, the one about the MMORPG the, yeah yeah that one a Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. The one with the and guy from... Uh, it's Always Sunny always and Mythic Quest. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one. And then, yeah. so, I I don't know. There, there were some other interesting trailers that came out. I, 3,000 Years of Longing has me really excited. I, I am psyched for that one. That's I'm more yeah. psyched for that one than, than most because I like Idris Elba. Idris Elvis, Elvis Idris. Yeah, well, I mean, George Miller's visual style is just, like, amazing, and it's really coming through in this trailer, and it's... I, I'm excited to see what he does with something that... His his non-Mad Max movies are always very, like, weird and interesting. It appeals no, to me on the... Sorry, go ahead. This, this is a, you know... When you said 3,000 years long, I'm like, oh, what is what is this going to be? And, you know, basically... Yeah, I mean, it, I'm I'm gonna give away a spoiler, you know, that it turns out to be an Aladdin type story. I'm like, okay, not this is a very, not really very different take on it. You know, well, I mean, it's it's, it's a it's, genie in a bottle, but I from what I understand, it's a, there, it's, it's a story that takes place right over, over like hundreds. <laughs> I, I'm guessing thousands of years. So I think I read a I review think it's 3, because probably. Um, <laughs> Probably, but I saw a review because this came out at Cannes, uh, and I guess the story starts kind of at the beginning of it, at, yeah. like at the start of whoever first opens this bottle and then moves up to Tilda yeah. Swinton opening it. I will right. watch. I will watch anything Tilda Swinton does. Anything. I love Tilda Swinton. I think she's she's amazing. That might be the only uh, thing you and Duran agree on. Tilda Swinton is amazing. I love her. She is. She's character wise she's great i mean when you don't i mean there's very few i watch yeah there's very few actresses that i'll be like yeah i'll totally watch anything she does she's one of them helen miram's another one kate winslet even though they're kind of like all the same person allison anyway. Janey. shut up <laughs> shut up you ruined that for me but um what i'm really psyched about this movie is it, it kind of fills the baron munchausen void yeah it i i know what you mean yeah it's it's yeah the visuals just look like it it's really unlike most things you see today it's yeah, it's it's yeah. gonna that, be a, that's kind a of a what terry really gilliam. impressed me mm-hmm. yeah, terry gilliam i think we've we've missed that for a little while and that mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be something that fantastical versus you know just something that we have to look deeper into and what this really means yeah you know, this is gonna fill that void kind of like um I, I i get a little bit of dune vibes out of it or um what was that show on apple tv plus that uh, the foundation the foundation 
Uh, but then this isn't really sci-fi though. This is. But it it, it kind of has the same kind of vibe to me. I don't know. I, I think it's like I said. Um, Idris Elba, I'll watch. He's probably another guy that I don't think he's got insane range, but he's just he's perfect in everything he does with the British accent or without the British accent. He's he's the most man with the most range without having range. <laughs> His range is the is the different accents he can do. He's yeah, Emmett. No, no it? he's he's great though. Big, big no, Driz. Fantastic, going all the way back to Amistad. Yeah, big, big Driz. You ever seen that stuff? Big <laughs> Driz. That's that's Does his he, Jesus. Is, is that his, his DJ name? name. His, no, DJ his DJ name. name. Oh it's a real goodness. thing. No, I I I think I knew this. I think yeah, I knew that he had Driz. like a side DJ career. He's great, man. But speaking of stuff that looks. Unlike anything you've yeah. ever seen, Crimes of the Future. <laughs> New Crimes David Cronenberg after God knows how many years. Yeah. Oh my God, this looks this looks insane. It looks like like I don't even know. I don't, even yeah, know. I, 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 I don't know what I was watching with that. I have no idea, really. It's funny because you get. I think David Cronenberg is so overshadowed by David Lynch. Wait for and everybody. when you really look into their careers, they're nothing alike, which is probably. But you look at them and they're so like, um, I mean, when you first thing you ever hear about uh, David Cronenberg directing is dead. Like I was aware of was dead ringers about two twin gynecologists. What the hell is that? I've, I've, but, s- I didn't get through that movie. So it's just, but you look at like, then he did, he did what Eastern promises and he did History of Violence as yeah, well. Yeah, those those two movies I hear are very good. And yes, Eastern Promises is really good. He did good. The Fly. That's true, he did. But you you look at all those, and I guess he's a little bit more general population friendly kind versus of. like David I mean, Lynch. It it definitely depends on the movie, I'd say for he, for Cronenberg. He didn't do The Road, did he? No. Even though, no, but it, I know he likes working with Vigo. So I, that's where I'm going with this yeah. one. In the I like Vigo Mortensen. I think he's he's, he's, oh, he's very the good. best. I think that this is this is really exciting, and the fact that it's a David Cronenberg movie, it, it makes sense. Like yeah. you go, okay, it's it's really. Screwed. I like how kind of geigery it looks. Like there's, yeah, there's the, a lot of the like pods. Yeah, all the all the pods, very like fleshy yeah. bits of of people and yeah just it's just it's good the man. design looks then, wacky it just you know it's 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 an everything i probably would have wanted from a new cronenberg film who did crash that was cronenberg well which which crash are you talking about <laughs> the one with the one where they the have one, sex with yeah all right yeah you don't need to <laughs> yes so it, yes that one <laughs> body manipulation so there you go. That's where you get even that hint of crash in there because you get it into the the body disformation, yeah. uh, paradox, you know, perversion. But so I think, yeah, definitely very, for sure. Very excited about this one. Who I else think... is in it? It's Kristen Stewart, Vigo Mortensen, and uh-huh. Leah Saito. However, you say that name. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, that's, uh, I'm not going to say that Kristen Stewart's is amazing. I think she's just someone that don't put her in normal normal stuff just don't put her in like do yourself a favor i mean yeah no when, it's it's kind of insane so... that her career started with twilight when all of her career since then has been like amazing performances and in, in like very Dude, look weird at, out there stuff look at the runaway she's perfect as joan jett in that but you like like look at her and then like i've said it like her mainstream stuff the best thing is uh 
was it Snow White and the Huntsman? And she hardly talks. <laughs> it's great. She hardly ever talks. So it's all good. Um, I am. I'm, I'm psyched for 3,000 years. Of, I mean, um, both of those. Crimes um, of the future. Crimes of the future. So it's it's good, man. No, I I, I think this summer movie season is uh, is going to be something good. I just want so bad. Good. As much as I, I just really, really, really would love to see like the real return of cinema like wouldn't wouldn't we all the problem is i don't think that's gonna happen i know well and and this kind of goes back to i i'm gonna give nick some praise you know he wrote an article a couple of years ago for school um you know whether or not the 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 experience of going to a movie theater is dead or not um and and covid's put a lot of nails in that coffin and you know is it going to come back uh, for me, I feel like I don't like going to the movie theater anymore because it's not on my schedule. Maybe I've gotten spoiled by the fact that everything's so on demand by picking up my remote and in my lazy boy, you know, but I'm not, I'm not willing to, to say, okay, oh, today, all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go watch a movie for two hours and, and, you know, be a half an hour away from home each way and maybe go get dinner. I mean, that, that's, that's a half a day, you know, outing right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could debate that all day, just all day. I mean, it's just, I miss the event of, of cinema. I do. I really do. I think you, you still, I don't know. I, I like to go to opening nights of things. So I still kind of, I don't know. Those are also Marvel movies where I'm howling like a monkey because, uh, I see a face that I have recognized before. Um, (laughs) but I don't know. I'm, I, I still like going opening nights and, you know, getting into that pack theater and cheering like a bunch of morons at <laughs> the new, new whatever. Yeah. And that's, that's my fear about Thor is the fact that they showed so much in that trailer. They showed so much and you're like, you know, what's great. funny about this though, is that like Dr. Strange and Spider-Man had a bunch of leaks about like what the movie was going to be about this. This has had like nothing. This, like, we have no idea besides, like, gore what this movie is actually about. Didn't, so didn't with Doctor Strange, we really didn't see the main, they didn't show the main battle. All the battle scenes that you saw in the trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, were the first battle, correct? I believe so, yeah. What what is what, fighting Starro or whatever that, whatever that thing is? Uh, Gargantos? There, yeah. there's some, there's some of the one afterwards. I mean, oh, sorry, Starro's Starro is a DC thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even. Is he? Is it Gargantos? They had some like name rights issue thing where they had to like call him something different because, like, the rights of Conan the Barbarian were owned by someone else, and he was technically a part of that family. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 all stupid. Um. <laughs> I think the only other thing that. I'm really that psyched about, and I think it's a really, really cool move on their part. Is um, prey, prey is the fact, yeah, the fact that Hulu is now really oh, oh, pumping, the, the... pumping out movies. I think that prey, the one that comes out in August, the, yeah. the Predator prequel, yeah, it's a Predator it's, prequel, and Hulu just put out another one. Uh, they just started advertising another one. I forget what it's called, but I think it's great. Um, I, I'm interested to see where they kind of go with all that because I know that they're doing a Hulu movie for Alien and then they're doing the series with um, the guy who made Legion is doing it. 
So, so, so okay, so with that I wonder being if said, that's going to be, uh, you know, eventually lead to another AVP something or other. Right. Or maybe but they'll he, just keep them separate, because honestly, they might be better off separate. That begs the question, what are you excited about? Um... Because let's let's really get let's really get the elephant out of the room. What we're all really excited about tomorrow or uh, Friday. Don't look at me like that. You I... know what happens Friday. Oh 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 yeah oh. That, that. I dude, I honestly forgot that that was happening. Oh, let's just edit that out. Yes, Obi Wan. I'm psyched about. It. I'm I'm psyched about Obi Wan. I don't know if it. I'm excited for it. I am. I am. I'm psyched about Pistol. That's what I, the Danny Boyle show. Yeah, I started listening to the Sex Pistols so that I'll, I have a, some kind of repertoire of, of knowledge when it comes to them when that comes out. Go read about this. Go read the stories about them. The stories are way more interesting than the music. <laughs> okay. But no, it's, I, I'm psyched about Pistol. I'm psyched about um, Obi Wan. Those are the first. Those are the two things I'm psyched about this week. I gotta see how it goes, cause cause Book of Boba Fett just just had me very unimpressed. So, oh, was that a show? Was that a thing? That was a thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's that it, Mandalorian two and a half. I mean, yeah, that show. That's right. Season two and a half. Um, I, I am psyched about Obi Wan. I'm you know, and I'm I'm really kind of happy that they're actually going to drop two episodes at once. But it, it drives me crazy that they do these short seasons, too. I am also excited. I, I actually want to go see Top Gun Maverick. Um, and I want to go experience that in that, you know, maybe I, if I can find a theater that does a 270-degree wraparound. But I doubt I'll be able to find that because, you know, I have to go to a, a half an hour to find a halfway decent theater. That wouldn't, I, I, I don't feel like that would be fun. 270 degrees? That's like... Like half a half a circle is one eighty, man. Like that's you're, you're gonna so have all... to be like looking over your shoulder to get the whole picture. And and Nick, yes, close one eye. Okay, you're now how big is world? that to me? I'm <laughs> living in your world. <laughs> that's like my whole line of sight. <laughs> For those who don't know, Jim is blind in one eye. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Editor. <laughs> Jim, right. I've I've known you I've known you my whole life, and I forget that. At least most of my life, I forgot that about you. Until you see me uh, try to parallel park a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, All right. For this, uh, to answer your question fully, for this summer, I'd say probably Thor is what I'm looking most forward to, if not three thousand years of longing. Yeah, three thousand years of longing and crimes of the future. I'm I am looking forward to Gray Man. Yeah. I would love to say that I was looking forward to uh, Mission Impossible 7 for this season, but it's 2023, which drives me crazy. So I got to say Maverick. Cool. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Um, Well, this uh, went a bit longer than uh, I expected it to, but um, hope you enjoyed this episode. That's that's that, and this we've been (laughs) on. More or less. In a couple days, guys. Time to edit this thing. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye, guys.